Hi guys, so welcome back to Bifro and our podcast. Today we have a special guest, uh, a dear friend of mine. His name is Joy Shawiki. Shawiki, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that part's done. Uh, he's a co-founder of an open influence. It's an uh, influencer marketing platform and a co-founder of another content creation platform which is called Magma and they just recently launched which is congratulations on that thank and you. thank you thank so you. much for coming my pleasure so um let's start with how did you start an open influence as we know it was an instagram before um tell me a little bit about your guys background like how you guys all started where did the, the idea came from sure. 2012 um middle of college, did not have any insight on the marketing space at all, didn't plan on being in the marketing space. I, you know, simply was going to do my four years of college and then probably work corporate, corporate mm -hmm. world. Had no specific interest, just was, you know, who, who doesn't want to make money, right? And, and work for themselves. So middle of college, my, one of my best friends, Alex Dong, he, his family's in the denim space. And, you know, being a young hustler, he wanted to create his own gene line. So, you know, I always asked my opinion. We were friends, great friends. And I was like, this is great. His company was called Morse. And 2012, Instagram was just starting out. People were not powerful on yet. There was no monetization really yet. It was just this, you know, space of growing followers and, and shout outs and whatever it was at the time. And, you know, he built his product, built his jeans, and his idea was to grow this company, you know, straight out of college. And, you know, I was always there to help him. He found these two guys with probably, he recognized them from social media, they had about 30,000 followers at the time. And at that time, that's like equivalent to that having was, a million yeah. today, okay? And conversions were back then, like, just completely 100, 200% better than they are today, okay? Met these guys, and because there was no monetization and no one understood how they could make money, he approached them and was like, guys, I recognize you from social, like, I have a product. Again, he had no idea about the space. He just wanted to, you know, build his own company. Mm -hmm. He said, if I gave you free jeans, would you mind giving me a shout out? And, you know, now you have this, everyone has this idea, if you have a following, you're making money. Back then, again, as I was saying, they yeah. didn't. And their response was, oh my god, no way, dude, I will do it for sure, because they didn't really have money. All they had was yeah. a following, right? So he's thinking, like, free jeans. These probably cost $100, $200, but I'm getting it for free to give a shout-out. 100% I'm in. Alex told me about this, you know, idea, and I was always there to help. So, you know, we kind of, I met them together with Alex, and, you know, we gave them the product. They were super stoked, and next thing you know, they were doing a post the next day. Me and Alex were together. And when they shouted out his Morse jeans, and just note that his product was just a sample, mm -hmm. had no website. We're, you were 20 years, 19 yeah. years old, right? And we just saw traffic going to his Instagram page, grew from zero to like 6,000, 7,000, whatever oh, it was wow. in one second. And we studied everyone's comments. Everyone was saying, where can I buy it? I don't see the web link. Where can I get these? So cool, I love these. Oh my God, you're wearing them. I gotta wear them. And we sat back and we're both like, it was, you know, Alex was like, this is wild. Maybe we scrap the gene line and let's maybe, and we both came together and said, maybe we'll get hundreds of these individuals. We didn't, influencer, by the way, was not a term then. Yeah. We called it promoter. We actually, I, I'd like to say that we coined the term influencer. 
And uh, people might have their arguments with that, but I, I want to say we coined that term. And we just said, you know, maybe we just get a bunch of these guys and, and make this new interactive billboard. Why should brands spend 30 grand on a billboard on Sunset that gets 100,000 unique impressions with no, you know, they can't track anything. And now we're putting it on one click, you know, quadruple the engagement in one second. So that was the beginning, beginning of the idea. And then because we were in the middle of college, I did a year abroad after high school, came back, then this is when this all started. Um, there was a trade show, I don't know if you guys, if you know Magic and Project yeah. in Vegas, one of the biggest fashion trade shows. It was a lot better back then, now it's become more of a, just a scene. Um, and people are so hungry for buyers, you know, because so, no one's really shopping at retail as much anymore. Um, so, you know, we, we got together and we said, let's, let's make business cards, let's make this official, let's actually do this because it's a cool idea, let's just figure it out. Yeah. Because Alex's older brother, Eric, was in college, well, graduated college, mm -hmm. we said maybe we need someone who's more of the books guy, someone who's had the, you know, the educational experience and graduated to have on our team. You know, we're not selfish guys, we always are seeking, you know, people who can better us and went to Eric and Eric said, you know, he's 100% down and Eric said, I also have another friend, Felix, who graduated, you know, Yale and Harvard. He was also six years older than us, had great experience, also in legal. So we had like this dream team of Alex and I being these creatives and these two being like the guys who are going to handle, you know, the business books behind it. Yeah. So together we're going to form a team. Long story short, we showed up at uh, Magic and Project in February of 2012 and made these business cards. We, had, we told those two influencer guys, hey, we're going to start getting you a bunch of free product, maybe money. They said, oh my God, no way. They said, I have a few other friends that can actually partake in this. So we grouped up about 10 of them that had a, you know, a collective reach of maybe 500,000 followers, which was a ton back then. We kind of you know, inflated that number and we said on our business card, Insta brand, be seen by over 1 million people. Again, kids trying to sell this. You know what, but that's so smart. Like even though you guys are kids and you are like, you don't really have experience, that's like proper like gift of marketing over there. Like it's smart. Thank you. Went to Vegas. Again, never really interacted with, you know, 40 year old businessmen trying to pitch them something. When you're coming from a media presence, by the way, in Magic and Project, they don't want to talk to you. They want buyers. If your batch is buyer, come, we're making money. If I'm going to sell them on something, they're like, stay away, I don't want to handle that right now. Still went up, we said, I'm gonna do this whole aisle, you're gonna do that whole aisle, we're gonna go after every single company and just pitch the idea. Because it was so new, no joke, I kid you not, maybe 70% of them had no idea what the space was. And it was us trying to educate this like, you know, 45 year old traditional marketing expert into this new idea. Back in the day, it was a team in a room like this, figuring out what type of content we're gonna to push to the world from a billboard commercial and just see what happens. But there's this trust factor with talent, which we had to educate everyone on. Went up to, we got, I would say about nine to 10 companies that were very interested. They were more of the millennial, demographic and they said sure we'll give it a shot let's try it had no even real business idea um we just said we're going to figure it out came you know magic and project is during the week so we took the weekend friday we started sending out a bunch of follow-up emails collected a bunch of business cards and next thing you know monday we had a few people interested in a campaign mm -hmm. so that's how you know that's how everything started to i guess come into fruition 
we're getting now money. People, we have to go now make an actual business account. We have to make an actual company. Like we weren't a real company even. The, it's so funny to think about zero to 50,000 followers, they were only getting free products, not a dollar. Anything above 50,000 followers at the time, we were giving 20 bucks, $30, $50, $100. And everyone's reaction was, oh my God, I can get paid for this. This is crazy. I feel like they just enjoyed it way more just like getting like pretty much like free shit plus like getting something on top. Well, it was so new. Cause like, yeah, because I remember the period when um, like you open Instagram and you're like, oh, this person got like some stuff for free. This person got some stuff for free. Like that is so cool. And, I, and that's and, when everyone I think wanted to become an influencer. Right. And by, before even that, people still weren't realizing that it was advertisements. The way we were integrating it was just like wearing an outfit and just putting the tagging. Obviously, now you have to you know say that you're it's a sponsor. Um, back then there were no rules, it was the beginning. So these clients came on board and they were testing their budgets, they were giving us like $500, $1,000, that was it. There was one company I'll never forget um, that had zero followers at the time, brand new, this big like boho style brand based out of Vernon. We grew them to like 40K on a $1,500 budget for about four months, 1500 1500 and they did apps like so well. Everyone for, that we've had from the beginning has really rolled over with us and watched us mm -hmm. grow and grew with us. Um, again, it was a major education process, educational process. Um, but that, you know, that's how it started. And I'll never forget, like one time we went to this record label that had a few um, clients and, you know, it wasn't a product. So you're not buying a person, yeah. right? So we had to figure out like, how are we going to advertise this, maybe put influencers with the person and say, oh my God, his music's dope, or he's my friend, just to boost his traffic, right? And this company, I'll never forget, it was our first big check, and the big check was $6,000. And $6,000 in the first three months of working, we got in the car after and we were like, $6,000, we got six grand to the bank account, it's amazing. And then we started to get more talent, then we started emailing, we built this all on a spreadsheet, it just started flowing. Once we had kind of like this system down, that's when I said we have to do this event. We've got like 25 influencers that we're paying and they are so happy with us. In the beginning, we were signing them, we had our contracts, which happy we didn't stay that route because now we work with you know over half a million influencers. Um, but it was, it was a great time to like, you know, great feeling to give these people this free stream of revenue that they never imagined they can have. And people that were like literally broke, not knowing where their next move was, and us being able to facilitate all this money to them, and they were just so grateful. It was really awesome. You know, I mean, it was just, it, one of my favorite things is watching these individuals today who you see with millions of followers who are super successful, remembering who they were eight years ago. Coming with like, zero clue on what their next move was. And I'm happy that we were able to, you know, help bring this space to where it is today. Yeah, the, the, I mean, that all sounds incredible, especially you guys being like, what, in your like early 20s, right? Yeah. Yeah, so none of you had like any experience, like except for like that one guy. <laughs> and his experience was, you know, college and, and grad school and you know that was yeah but was i mean that. like he had the knowledge and like, like understanding of like what business is supposed to be but you guys sure. had like zero i if anyone asks me where did i go to college i don't even mention the two years where i went abroad i say instabrand university everything i learned was from that experience if i didn't know something in legal 
we would have our lawyer literally come in. He understood how we're on this growth path, so he was there to help, and we're obviously paying him for his time. And he would draw up the big whiteboard and explain everything that I needed to know. That was my class in law. You know, every every class that I took was through my career. Yeah, and through your work. Which was awesome because you know today, and I I'm not the most studious person. I didn't love you know school in high school. I was about sports, you know, and having my fun free time. And you know, you go to school and you know you're getting taught all these things, which is great. It's a plus. I still recommend going to get an education because it is a ticket to your job when they when they request you know where to yeah. go to school and it's just great to have that experience my experience abroad was learning how to live alone not even the education process of like <laughs> how you know what chem is right so i mean i with my insta brand university i learned i think a lot more than i would have done in college so i don't regret ever leaving obviously yeah no i completely understand because i feel like even though i went to like one of the top universities for fashion i feel like i didn't get enough education over there and I got way more education while kind of building Bifro and Experience. rebuilding Bifro yeah. and like talking to people in the industry. Um, so yeah, tell me what do you think, as an expert on influencers, um, tell me what do you think about the influencer marketing, like what's going to be, like what's your prediction, do you think it's still going to be like as big or is it, is it already going like downhill slowly? Because for me, like as an, like a, as an outsider, I kind of really like to observe what is happening on the market and I personally think that it's really not gonna last as long as it kind of did for that period of time and I feel like it's time for them to well, give space. Yes and no. Um, I hope it gets more professional and not saturated and a bit deeper, yeah. hence why I built Magma. Um, it, it's very hard to predict. I mean, it's a 20, in two years, I think it's projected to be a $22 billion industry. So it really is hard to predict. I guess everyone is waiting to see what the next platform is, what the next move is. Have I seen a shift in how clients are spending their money with talent? Whereas back in the day was this, and don't mean to say girl, but girls did get more traction than you know males or even a male who has you know this big six pack and is posting you know shirtless photos all day. Those type of influencers grew fast and brands were so happy to put their product on there because it was like, oh my God, be seen by 500,000 people. But now we're really specific and hyper-focused with who we are utilizing. You know, we actually at Open Influence, we scrape conversations. So if a yoga line is coming to us to do a massive campaign, these 20 influencers might be great. You might see from your eye that they're fantastic. They'd be awesome for the brand. But then we're scraping comments in people's conversation yeah. based off of the product they're advertising so we know how to really target the the quality and not the quantity and that's what separates us because our technology is is incredible that's amazing and you guys are global right like open influence is global and it's fully functioning absolutely um what type of services do you guys provide except for like product placements well we our company is broken into three main sectors we have the account management we have the sales team and the creative team the sales team obviously gets us the clients they're the ones dealing with that first move to get them locked in um i would also say that we probably maybe it's like 50 50 where you know we're, we're doing some cold calls and we're also you know receiving all these inquiries which uh -huh. is great because we you know for a seller to receive a lot of inquiries is you know his, his time is a lot easier right um i mean the when, after the sales team talks with the client asks you know specific questions finds 
you know, what their, tar their target market is. What happens is they will build a proposal using our backend. Obviously, we cannot go through half a million influencers manually. Yeah, for sure. So that technology is what, you know, brings the best talent for your brand. And then we obviously consult with the brand we presented to them. We have a portal where the brand goes on, we sign on so we can communicate, you know, seamlessly. Um, it's, a, it's a great process and once the client approves of the campaign, we'll shift it to the account management and then they're like the 24-7 liaison between the brand and the client, making sure, you know, posts are proper, text is correct, you know, there's no grammatical errors. Um, maybe the client's like, hey, we love your entire list, but we'd like to swap out these two, no problem, we'll go back and forth. So the account management team is what, you know, pretty much makes the client, you know, re-sign with us because their experience is amazing. Yeah. The fact that they can pick up the phone and call and see everything ahead of time before being surprised. I mean, our, that, that's our bread and butter is our process. And then our creative team comes up with the creative strategy behind the campaign. You'll never see an open influence uh, ad where it's like, hey, buy this, right? <laughs> we go through a real organic, yeah. fun, engaging campaign. And that's also what separates us from a lot of other Companies. Yeah, that's what I constantly see on like the Kardashians. It's like the, it's like the worst marketing that they could ever do. They like can. they can't, they can't. Obviously, they, can. they can. They can be like, listen, buy those, Let me and everyone something. will go. Whoever bashes on the Kardashians, I tell them stop it. I said as a marketing agency, marketing platforms, if you're in advertising, you should have just like here at Be Pro, your plaques. You should have a plaque of them. They oh, are, I do. There's, uh, there's Kim over there. I love her. No, like don't get they, me wrong. Like I love Kardashians. They are the number one marketers in the world yeah they know what to do they know how to do it I, and they're very professional they are very that's what i'm saying like i have uh i feel like i should just like print out like chris jenner oh yeah over here queen of like, marketing oh, she's the queen dude she's like she's like queen. the best she comes up like with the best marketing and like your strategies i think i've ever seen oh yeah and you know what once you build like all that credibility then it's like easy i always say going from zero to one is the hardest step and then from yeah. one to a hundred it's a much easier coast but yeah, no, they're they're fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, tell me about Magma. What's up with that? How did you end up in another project? Which is also, I mean, it is partially something to do with, uh, yeah, there is a lot of synergy between those two um, because one was for content creators, um, basically like just like doing placements and marketing. Um, and this one is just like content creation without like, Publication houses. Well, one, one is more of a platform agency where they deal with clients yeah. all day long. It's a service business, and one is a product. Yeah. So now I finally <laughs> can build a product and not have to deal with anything, right? With I have people. to deal internally yeah. and you know hear what people are requesting, and then you know make sure that's taken care of and handled. But I'm excited to now have a product, not you know fully be at the day-to-day -day operation of a service business, even though I love open influence, you know, that's where my passion is now, is, you know, now being in the marketing world, it's awesome. But about two and a half years ago, I've got great friends, what can I say? Alex, you know, with open influence, and then you have my friend Jake Warner, who came from, I, our moms went to Beverly Hills High School together, so I've known him before the war. Um, he, came, he came to me seeking just advice on his venture. And he came to my office and was like, Joey, I've got this idea. He came from Red Bull Media House. They were having, you know, I think 10 million a year or something yeah, in media spend and, the, and content. And they couldn't distribute it anywhere. They're distributing it to Instagram. They're distributing, uh, distributing it to YouTube for long form. And they're just like all this amazing story that is not really being shared. 
I we also all grew up in the 90s, right? So we had magazines, right? You know, if you were into fashion mags or I was into motocross mag, I'd get Transworld, open up Transworld. I don't have to fully read everything, but I can read what interests me. I can flip through the pages and see the amazing pictures. And any ad that's in there is gonna be pertaining to the genre that I selected. Yeah. So I, I might see an FMF pipe, I might see rims, I might see handlebars, but it all pertained to, pertained to motocross, right? So I was opening up something that I was interested in, not getting thrown random content, which yeah. you know, happens today all the time, at my face. So Jay came and said, I've got this idea to you know, make these, allow users to create their own digital magazines. And at first you're like, okay, what, is that, well, what does that mean? Let's, let's dive a bit deeper into it. And then when we sat down and really went through it, I said, oh my God, this, this can be something massive. I said, you know, with the power that I have at Open Influence, I can definitely, it can be a major driver and push to our success with this new company. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, people see applications all the time and they, they don't understand how complex and how hard it is to build this piece of tech. They don't understand. And it's not like we're building an Uber-like platform where you just say, oh, it already exists, the code, let's just plug that into a new concept. Completely custom code. So came to me this idea, I spoke with my business partner, Eric, who's still our CEO today, who, and we're best of friends. And I said, listen, like, I've been here for six years every day. I gotta pursue this passion product. You know, I, I just gotta do it. And I, you know, I left the company in great hands and I'm not there on the daily operation anymore. Obviously, I still have my vested interest and I still have to, you know, delegate some time there. But I fully jumped to start the creation of Magma. We were able to secure a nice size of funding right off a PowerPoint presentation, which doesn't happen. But I think Open Influence was a major driver for that as well. It you know, kind of showed proper history. Yeah, no, because like even when you when we met and you kind of explained to me what Magma was and I was like, wow, this is really like a great idea, especially where the market is going. I felt like it was such a great like prediction and kind of like a push for people and content creators to kind of create that completely different product, like to move away from all the standards which are now on like Instagram and expand like horizontally. and like really, yeah, kind of like expand horizontally instead of like just going out, you know, like in the same kind of Which was direction essentially happening. Everyone yeah. was posting the same type of stuff, the same brand deals, the same bikini pictures, the same, oh my God, I'm flying on an airplane to this vacation, are you all jealous of me? Like that <laughs> whole, that, yeah. all of that. So secured investments, we worked with the firm a little bit because I've never been really in tech, mm -hmm. right? This is all again a whole other experience, whole new college that I'm going to, right? New Magma College, yeah. New Magma College. When people always ask me now for advice, like how do you start? Am I going to a firm or am I going to in-house? Obviously, I always would say in-house. It's more cost efficient. You have all the attention is for you. But we didn't have anybody at the time. So we said, and by the way, firms are way more expensive. Okay, and you're not their only client. So we went to a firm, they did a great job, sure. Mm -hmm. um, went, we were there for about four or five months. The last month that we knew we were had a contract with them, that's when we started looking and I actually found through a close friend, one of the, my CTO. And when I say my CTO, I'm giving a nice shout out, Spencer Chauvin. <laughs> He is, he is just one of the most brilliant human beings like I've ever encountered in my life. And he's 
25, 26. Grew up in Silicon Valley, grew up coding. Some developers don't really have passion for the product, but they have passion just for code. He has, he has both. He has vision and he has the structure to actually build something. Which is actually super rare. Which is super rare. So we were very lucky to have him still with us today. He'll be with us forever. <laughs> we will all be with each other forever. And now we are two and a half years later with a product finally you know, to release to the world. We did our first soft launch six days ago and we're already at 3,000 users, which is cool. Amazing. Did not ask anyone to push it, just said, hey guys, it's open. And what we do is we allow users to create their own digital magazines. Why do, are we called Magma? Magma had mag in it like magazine and then magma is the hottest substance under earth. When it erupts, it creates lands, right? Mm -hmm. So we're the real content creation platform. It all flows. I just love those. <laughs> I just love when you were like trying, because I remember, I remember you explained this to me, like the meaning, and I was like, this is like so it's like deep. marketing, and it's, it's so deep. Because like, if you're like, if people start asking me about like Bifro name, I go deep. Everyone's like, wow. Right. Really? Because we thought right. we thought I was just like you know fashion, like being the front row, all that, and I'm like, oh no. I was like, it's way deeper. And that sells, you know? Yeah, like, sure. people love a good story. Hence the orange, like, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's where the orange came from. And, you know, you see a lot of these tech companies are using a lot of blue and green. So we kind of wanted to be different, that pops more. But, the you know, you, you like we were saying, expanding horizontally. Instagram, you have such limited real estate space. Mm -hmm. You've got your square image, your caption, and the attention span <laughs> is so short. It's quick. It's scroll, 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 tap, tap, tap. I know a lot of people will put effort into a story, say, guys, check this out, talk about something. But 90% of those people are tapping right through it just because they're OCD and they want to clear that. And you're not, so you're not getting those results anymore. So we really want to change the way people create, consume, and share content. And you know, giving them the ability to create this deep mag behind one cover photo is so powerful because most people might be stuck and they say, well, how do I make something look like this mobile article? I have to go develop a website or go get a web developer or go on mobile or go on Wix or Squarespace. So we've like done the thinking for you and simplified everything by giving you, you know, pre-created templates, plug and play, you could add any form of media to them. Mm -hmm. And again, you can just go deeper into a story. So if you're, you know, posting a vacation on an Instagram or posting a long tutorial on YouTube, you can now encompass both together in a proper, beautifully, like aesthetically pleasing manner. Where when you see an actual mag from someone who put time into it, and when I say time, it could take someone as a perfectionist an hour by just gathering their thoughts, what they want to do, or it could take someone literally two minutes to do a 10 page mag, which is amazing. And you know, the, the, the idea behind it is again, to go deeper into what you're trying to share. So if you're in health and wellness, you know, you're, again, you're posting this long caption on an Instagram, Yeah. but people's tendency is just to, skip on by. Yeah. If you're on Magma, now you have the chance, just like my childhood magazine obsession, where I'd open up the mag, I'm seeing great photos, awesome. I kind of want to, the photos are amazing. Let me read this piece right here. I'm going to read this piece. Or you know what? If I don't want to finish it today, I'm just going to save it to my stack, which is like my bookshelf, and just read it later. And now I can go into content that I'm interested in. My idea is kids, I don't even want to get started with TikTok right now. Okay? <laughs> But this next generation, I fear what's going to happen, you know, 10 years from now, because they're waking up in the morning looking at TikTok saying, how can I, you know, play a prank on my friend? How can I drop a water balloon on hit on this guy? 
I get it, some are amazing and creative and they do go viral. I don't know if the numbers are extremely inflated, I'm not sure. But I want you to wake up in the morning and have something nice to read or nice to consume. Something informative, more educational, deeper. So you wouldn't, you would say that your target audience is definitely not a Gen Z. That's mostly like millennials and like Gen X. Sure. They all, I don't like to limit who our audience is, but yeah, yes, I want more deeper storytellers. I want real photographers to not be limited to a square, but to have, you know, an entire album of all their, you know, content yeah. in high resolution. We don't downres anything. You know, I want people, um, you know, who are really health enthusiasts that have the most amazing tips that can make a mag and you can consume it right from the platform. You don't have to go to like their browser and go to their blog directly. Yeah. Kind of like a new internet even. You have everything harmoniously in one place. And I know we don't get to have a visual right here, but when you see it, you understand how easy it is to open and swipe and read and save and create. And yeah. you know, giving them that power is everything. For me, to be honest, I think like the selling point was I initially I had like two choices of who I wanted to be: a journalist and a psychologist. So I was like, okay, for psychology, I need biology and chemistry. Fuck that. That's not happening. And then I was like, maybe journalism. Like, I love writing. I A lot of my friends, they still like find it hilarious because I write from hand. Um, I don't like typing. But um, I honestly, I always wanted to have my own magazine. But obviously, like, in order to have your own magazine, you need to to have like shitloads of money. You need to find like a publication house that's going to work with you. Uh, journalist that's going to work with you. All of that. And then, I mean doing just a blog post that's not it's not like it's not it's not a thing for me it doesn't work for me i want like a full-on like magazine you know like for people to read especially that i do love everything digitally um it's very convenient obviously and for me when i started doing that um i mean you saw my max they're cool right they're awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was actually it was super easy, and I loved creating it because I can do I can do different things. It's like an actual magazine, just like it's your own. You know, it's funny when you say I can do different things. I've been hearing a lot of people contact me, and they're like, "This is awesome," but I don't know what I want to share yet or who I need to be. And I'm like, you don't need to be something. You don't need to only have travel maps. You don't need to only have health and wellness. It is your full world to create whatever mag you want. It's your way yeah. to be informative. And what's beautiful about magma is the mags don't just lay in magma. You can actually share them via text, via email. Eventually, obviously, we need you know user acquisition. You have to download the app to read the full mag. Mm -hmm. But eventually, those are going to be able to be shared without having the app. So yeah. it becomes another tool to your iPhone toolbox. I mean, for me, I tried... The first one I did was like a tour guide, basically, of our trip to like PCH. And like a lot of my friends, I shared it with them and they were like, oh my God, this is genius. Right. Like, I always wanted to go to PCH, but I didn't know where I should stop. Like, what should I do? Well, how many people, just for that example, which I was actually going to use next for my Barcelona mag. How many times do you travel? And when you get back home, your friends or family say, I'm going there next. Can you give me your recs? And your, your immediate reaction is, okay, give me a second. And you're going to like a Google doc or you're going to your notes on your iPhone and you're typing out like a bunch of shit to go, you know, see. Yeah. Someone asked me, actually, this was a great use case, literally last week. She calls me and she goes, um, Joe, you and your wife went to Barcelona, right? I said, yeah, absolutely. She goes, I'm actually going there with my husband um, in, in four months. Can you give me any recommendations? I said, I can, but I'm going to send it to you tomorrow morning. She goes, okay, no problem. I simply drafted up a mag 
On my trip to Barcelona, I started with a cover. I said ultimate guide to Barcelona. Mm -hmm. The next page was, you know, the Gaudi Park that I went to go see and the Gaudi house. And I put the links to, you know, where you can buy tickets for that. I explained, you know, what the best time to go and when I went. The next page was like my trip to Costa Brava, which I rented a car. I said drive an hour, you know, up the coast. And you're in this whole new place that most people, even all they my friends know. who, all my friends, who have done their uh, year abroad in Barcelona, not one has went to Costa Brava or Tosa de Mar. And this place is absolutely like magnificent. You see like Game of Thrones rocks mixed with the Caribbean ocean and you have to hike from the top of these cliffs, you know, all the way down these private beaches. And I would have never known to go there if I didn't eat at a restaurant in Tosa de Mar. And the owner came and opened up this guide and said, you gotta go there. So I put that in my yeah. bag too, and the cafe I went to, so she can actually replicate my trip. Put links, put map locations. I sent it to her via text, she saved it to her drafts, and she said, Joey, when I get to Barcelona, I'm gonna open up this mag and use it as my guide. I said, great. Anyone who ever asked me in the future about Barcelona, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna yeah. send it to them. And you already have it done. And I have it done. Yeah. And even if I didn't, it's very, when you see the creation suite, it's very fun to create. No, it is. I loved it. I I got a like I got. I mean, I got a little bit um sucked, sucked into it. Yeah. <laughs> like a little. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a great tool, and uh, I mean, congratulations on the launch. The product is amazing. I'm pretty Thank sure. You. Like, I'm really looking forward for you know goes. to see what what this is gonna end up uh, on the market. I'm pretty sure you guys are gonna do so well, and uh, you'd be surprised on how your potential users are gonna use your product maybe in the ways that you never imagined because i already have like a couple of ideas yeah. which i'm not telling you Don't tell uh, me. <laughs> but yeah this has been great thank you so much of course uh a lot of information now we're gonna just like suck it in <laughs> that's perfect thank you